When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now people might be those eagle-eyed supporters of the rugby Super Rugby Podcast might notice that we're a few days later than normal, Toby. Yeah, hey I didn't even hear the intro music today. Oh yeah, no, it's there. It's there. Oh, I have to say, these, these sounds might—they played up havoc last week. So yeah. um, I'm not hoping for a lot this week. But anyway, no. yes, it was playing, and I have checked it is live on my setting. So yeah, hey, anyway, but yes, we are a, a day or two late, aren't we? What is it today? Thursday. We're two days late, aren't we? Two days late. Uh, I was not well. No. So um, I was really looking forward to the potty. I, I'd, I'd, I'd sent um, the WhatsApp group a message saying mm-hmm. I was looking forward to tearing Razzler Dazzler a new one uh, oh, with his comments again. on the <laughs> with his comments on the WhatsApp group. Um, and actually, I have to be fair. I I don't disagree with the Razzler Dazzler, which we'll go into in a little bit. But anyway. Then I got the old sickness bug. Yeah. So it's been 24 hours of fun. And um, you've been like a yeah, tap, good, haven't you? Good times, mate. Good times. Always. But anyway. Always. You, just before we went on, went on air, you showed me your new dog. Yeah, little puppy, little German yeah. short haired um, pointer. And how Very old cute. is the nearly nine? Boy? Nearly as a boy, nearly nine yeah. weeks old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They say um, they say owners look like their dogs, and dogs look like their owners. Do you know what I mean? Cute. I'm already, I'm already. <laughs> yeah, cute. just cute, eh? Cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, mate, uh, what's been up on the WhatsApp group this week? Just talking about Six Nations stuff, really. Um, we, yeah, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. That's how much I've been in- invested in it. There's been actually a few jokes. There's been a few uh, jokes been around. A meetup, a meetup point yes. for the super round. There has. The, I don't think there's been a definitive uh, sort of bar or pub or restaurant yet. But once that's sort of organised with the people in the Patreon group, we'll we'll send that out uh, yeah, on different. the podcast, so then other people can hopefully meet up as well. Yeah. Um, there was also a bit of chat about. The games on the weekend, um, the TMO call in the Scotland mm. game. Now, I know that a lot of people have been saying it's a try or no try. So, we'll get into that later on in the podcast, won't we? Why don't we, why don't we do it now, sir? We can do it now. Let's do it now. Yeah. Do you think it was a try? I think it was a try, but the letter of the law... You know, the Razzler, the Dazzler is right. I didn't even see it. I 
went for a run in about the 78th minute going, it's all over Red Rover. Yeah. And then I missed a fantastic finish. <laughs> well, I can see why you went for a run because let's be honest, the second half of that game was just terrible. It was painful. Until the very end, yeah. and then it was exciting again. But it was, as you say, painful, and we can go and talk a bit about that. But the, just the decision, I think anyone watching that game of rugby and anyone watching the, 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 the TMO decision would agree that it was a try. But as you say, to the letter of the law, did he show or did they see pure evidence that the ball touched the ground. Now, unfortunately, because they didn't show it, uh, my Subaru was ruined for the Mine week. Mine too, yep. Because um, I'd chosen Scotland to win by five, which would have been perfect. Oh, but did I actually? <clears throat> but no, but the honest truth so, is... The, <clears throat> go on. So what actually would have been... So if they had scored it, was it a kickable? Yes. Was it kickable? Yes, it was kickable, yeah. So, so it would have won by... Been, okay, so it would have been, um, what, 20, 24, so it would have been by four, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. 24, 20, and what did you have by five? By five, yeah. <laughs> what did I have? Come on, please be by oh. four. I had it by four. Oh, Do you had it by four? It would have been yeah. spot on, yeah. So I think they showed um, a clip of it being grounded, but I don't think they showed a clip of it being grounded beyond the line. Okay. Um, I think that clip clearly shows the ball was, you know, the only thing that was in the way of the shot was the ground. And it was definitely at ground level or lower compressed is my point. The problem being is that they have to have a, irrefutable evidence and that was where the problem happened so my i don't blame the tmo i blame nick berry okay yeah and i'm going to tell you why sir because i know you want to ask me why nick berry blows his whistle way too quickly the ball this is a huge yeah, moment give them in the a game. chance 100 percent. give them a chance he blows the whistle really quickly and he goes up to the um tmo ridiculously he, in fact he doesn't go up to the TMO he says held up um, and Game he, over. It, it isn't until someone says the ball's on the ground and he sees the ball on the ground yeah and that's the reason why he goes upstairs okay so if he had have asked this question I have the ball on the ground but I originally had it up yeah okay can you confirm that the yes ball or no try yeah, the ball has um, has got to the, got to the ground in good time. Then it would have been a try. It would have been a try, hundred percent. But because he's gone and said held up, which it wasn't held up. It's quite clearly it wasn't held. Well, it was held up and then very quickly was grounded. Yeah. And so my 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 beef is with Nick Berry. He massive moment in the game. If he just had held his position a little bit longer, moved around a little bit more, and maybe took his time he would have seen that ball grounded rather yeah. than being held up i think he obviously saw it held up on the boot blew his whistle way too quickly and then really the tmo struggled to overturn his decision although i think everyone realized even nick berry realized that he had made a mistake 
it would have been interesting actually to hear or see the debrief between what do you, mean? you know the the TMO and the three the two linesmen and the referee of like watching back and saying right that was that was good that was bad you know because I know that they do watch it back yeah I mean um yeah that, that would have been great to be in a fly um a fly on the wall in that changing room afterwards yeah them all saying I had it grounded so the big question here is do you think that rule needs to be changed? No. I think I think you're you've hit the nail on the head. I think the referee has just been too quick. You know, because we can't from the footage you can't see the ball touching grass. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's when we go back to the letter of the law. You can see the ball lower than the grass, though. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, the only oh, I mean, thing yeah. in way. Oh, the only I mean, thing it's a try. Way, it's a try, yeah. It's a try, yeah. but have you seen grass? Yeah, and that, and that you know, arguably means if we're going to be like that, we need better camera angles, don't we? Because yeah, when but they, there's only, when, what, you're going to have one in the grass or on the <laughs> each end of the ball? Well, mate, they do have a smart ball, and the smart ball – can can show you in relation to uh, where the ball is in relation to the ground as well. Now, they don't use that with the TMO, but they are using smart balls in these matches. Well, they are, yeah, but that's just for kicking distance and that sort of thing. Passing re- uh, revolutions, it's yeah. more just as a, as a background stats, but they could use it for, is the ball over the line, for one? Yes, it is over the line. And is the ball in contact with the ground? Now, arguably, yeah, they do you say... You're not going to have a probe in each blade of grass, are you? No, no, it's the smart ball. So it, it registers where the where the ball is in relation to the ground. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, but what if there's so, a hand under there? Exactly. What happens if there's a hand under there? You're absolutely right. But my point being is it's if they point, are... But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like... We use Hawkeye in cricket. We use yep. Hawkeye in tennis. Uh, what's stopping them from using technology like that? They use Hawkeye in football. Soccer okay? football, yep, VAR. Uh, what is, what, what's holding us back? If I mean, this is, we're talking about for Scotland, we're talking about Grand Slam. Yeah. Opportunity gone Definitely. because the referee blew the whistle too quickly. So, It'd yeah, this huge, is worth hey? huge. Oh. Huge amounts of money. We always understand that. And, 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 and do I blame Nick Berry? Um, yes. I do, but I don't blame him in, as much as the rules let him down a little bit as yeah. well. You know, I think the referees are very quick to go upstairs and check everything. But actually, I think if there was a situation, you could probably see it and hear it, that he was quite happy to overturn his decision. Oh, was he? And then the third third umpire then came back in and said, "Oh no, oh, really? I've got nothing irrefutable." Yeah, and that was the um, that was the point. But anyway, I thought That's it was a, a try, shame, isn't it? Um, I do agree, and it's a real shame. It's a real shame, mate. It's time for Super Brew. Now I'm not going to play the music today because no, last week it all went a bit. You had funny. a shocker, right? But so I had a shocker. So let's yeah. go for a bit of Super Brew. Okay, so um, 
we have two people on top on the same score. So we've got Chill House or Chill Who's. Uh, we've yeah. got Sir Richard. Yeah. Uh, Turanu. I've, I think I'm making an absolute hash of that. Turanu, 15, and Bulldog. Yeah. Now there are nice. Uh, quite a few people on par with Bulldog. But then we've got to go quite a long way down, Damo, for us. <clears throat> I'm 42nd. Yeah, now I'm not far away from you. Although I'm yeah. 42nd with a lot of people. And you, my friend, are 61st with quite a few people. So you could really be 57th. You're 57th equal. And I now, am I've also spotted, 39th equal. I've also spotted um, that Coley the Poley is above me at the moment. Oh, is he? And so is the Razzler the Dazzler. Now, the Razzler the so, Dazzler, where is he? Where's Coley the Poley? You know what they say? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do say that, some people. I can't. Oh, Coley the Poley yeah. is a few places above you, and the Razzler the Dazzler is also a few places above you. So I'm going to say right now, I'm coming for them. Coley the Poley last year made big some big statement saying, you know, that he was going to beat me. And he did say that. And we drew, I think. <laughs> I think we drew. So uh, this year, I'm not going to lose to Coley the Poley or the Razzler the Dazzler. So that's my marker. But we do have a week off. Mm, and we do. Then, and then it all begins. Go on. What are, what are the rugby. matches? And Six oh, Nations. Yes. And Six Nations, the double yep. whammy, isn't it? Yep, double and whammy. Who, who's playing Who's playing who in the Six Nations? It is uh, Ireland, Wales, Scotland, England, and it's then France, match, Italy. Scotland, England. Because uh, is it Murrayfield, Murrayfield, I think? You know, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a big one, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that is big. Who are you going to pick? Ghostbusters. Oh, I'm – listen <laughs> – I'm I'm definitely picking Scotland only yeah, because too. Uh, I've picked them all the way through. I, I said that they could have an outside bet of winning the Six Nations. Yeah, obviously if they win that's it though, very. You know, if they win this one, they still do. They just need Ireland to slip up. Can Ireland or will Ireland slip up? No, no, no. They're not they going to slip good, up don't now. They? they look really good. And if they were ever going to slip up, it might be on the last match against. Scotland, if they both had been winning, you know, if they had won all their matches, yeah. But I don't, I don't see. I think that's at home as well. That's it. That's that's uh, Ireland in Ireland. Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, mate. Listen, it's time for breaking news. It is proudly supported by our Patreon members, who we dearly, dearly love. Absolutely. Remember, what have you got first up? If you're in the group. Or if you're if you're a Patreon member, please send in your uh, number, and we can add you to the group. Absolutely. What's your first story, <clears> though, mate? First story: Springboks great joins Eddie Jones's Japanese coaching team. Can I just say I really don't care? No, I really don't care. And I'll tell you the reason why I don't care is because Steady Eddie stuffed it up one too many times, in my opinion. Did he? Yeah. He, 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 absolute filthy dog. While he was coaching Australia, he had an interview for Japan and 
he he said he didn't. He blatantly did. And I think that's such poor form that all the respect for Eddie Jones is out the window. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think he the thing with Eddie Jones is that he's just a he's just one of those guys, isn't he? He's just one of he's those that guys. Guy, anyway, I his his coaching team, well, the bloke that I'm trying to say, I have totally forgotten his name. <laughs> oh, Victor Matfield. There you go. Oh, Vic, ooh, Victor yeah. Matterfield. Yeah, Victor That's Matterfield. Yeah. So he's joined Steady Eddie. So obviously Eddie Jones, when he had a stint um, in South Africa. Yeah. Victor Matfield, I think, was the captain, was he? Yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised, yeah. You know, so they, they've obviously grew close. And he obviously liked what he saw leadership-wise. I mean, he's a hell of a player. Yeah. You know, one of the world's best ever second row players. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, you'd say, best line-out jumper, and it's not even jumper on own ball, but jumper no. against defensive line-out. Great poacher in the line-out. Yeah. Great poacher in the line-out. So that's pretty big for yeah. Japan, isn't it? Big for Japan, but also big for Victor. You know, that's a decent, for his first coaching role, Oh, huge! Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure Japan. he's like, you know, a bit. He, he's doing a bit of stuff with the minnows, but <clears throat> a minnow team. I'm just going to have a look. Oh, so so what you're saying is this could be this could be his first tier one nation he's coaching, yeah. but he might have been doing something with with others. Yeah, yeah. I doubt oh. it. I reckon this is a. I think this is his first foray into uh, coaching an international team. Do you think? I reckon so, yeah. He would have taken some time off, wouldn't he? And then the rugby bugs come back in and, and it's taken him again. It's like Joe yeah. Smith. Every time he says he's going to retire, he can't retire. Same with um, Wayne Smith. You know, you've got that bug and it's hard to let that bug go. Yeah, true. True. So while you're looking that up, mate, I'll go for my first one. Yeah, yeah? do, do. So this is – um a reported story that says this, Super Rugby Specific Pacific 2024, Crusaders to crumble, Brumbies will shine. Okay, so the prediction is that the Crusaders, this is not what I'm saying, but it is kind of what I've always said, the Crusaders this season will crumble, um, the, the, the Hurricanes will struggle because of their team, the Highlanders uh, are on the up because they absolutely smashed the Hurricanes in a preseason yeah, comp. Absolutely, which was whooping, huge. wasn't it? But the teams that look the strongest, which we always know about, is Auckland and um, the Chiefs. Okay, but they're saying that the Brumbies are going to be the team that could come through from the Aussies and do really, really well. Okay, now I kind of agree with all of that. And I'm going to say the Crusaders will crumble. The reasons why this um, this story says the Crusaders will crumble is because obviously Rob Penny. But secondly, they don't have – they're relying on guys like Ryan Crotty. Ryan Crotty yeah, he's, is in he's the past team. It, okay? he? He's past it, and they're relying on him. They've, they've got Lee Halfpenny, who's injured at the moment. But again, yeah. past it. I mean, why would you have him in your team? And as you go through – now, I don't think they'll crumble – 
I just think that they won't make it past in the really big matches and they might make the semis, but they're not going to make it into the final. Yeah. I mean, the Crusaders always surprise you, don't they? You know, they go through spells of <clears throat> of being average, but average in a way where they're still winning. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you know, and, they'll and be average this year, but they'll still win at, the, the easy games. You look at uh, their game last weekend against uh, Bears. Yes, Bristol, yeah. You know, they they were, what was it, five all draw at halftime or something? And then they come away with it, didn't they? And then they come away with quite an easy win. Do you know what was really nice about that? I, I watched the highlights of that game and I watched the aftermatch sort of um, interviews. Yeah. And what was really nice was that it was a really good crowd. So there was a big crowd in. There was, I think, one little area that wasn't full. Um, and the players, the Bristol Bear players, were so happy to have played the Crusaders. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like a massive thing for them to play this franchise, the Crusaders, and to not necessarily win, but to play them at home, it was huge. And I go back to what we said a week ago. Isn't it a shame that the Crusaders didn't bring their full-strength side of Oh, us? my God, I know. But, and do you know which frustrates me? Because this is linking in quite nicely to my next story, is that in the Blues <clears throat> and Chiefs preseason games, you know, yes. or game, the All Blacks are coming back. You know, you've got Damien McKenzie and you've got Rico, Finlay Christie, Mark Talia, Dalton. You know, you've yeah. got these players <clears throat> who are all blacks and now they're playing yeah. in the preseason. Why couldn't the Crusaders just take? Yeah. Um, you know, because then they've got a week. Because like, did the Crusaders have a game this weekend? I don't know. I don't think so. But no, because they've just had, you know, two big away games. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I just I just think that, that the idea of going overseas and playing uh, these teams as a preseason is what they should be doing. Yeah. You know, it's 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 amazing for the franchise that the the fact that there'll be a lot of play a lot of people that are watching that game in Bristol Bears at Munster who on the back of this will potentially support the Crusaders in Super Rugby. It's like that all-or-nothing thing on Amazon. You know, yeah. I watch the Dallas Cowboys all-or-nothing, and then I go and support the Dallas Cowboys, even yes. though apparently they're, they're a horrible team to support. But I, I love them, you know. Yeah. You and get, but you get invested, don't you? Massive. Yeah. Massive. So if the Crusaders had come across to Munster, full house, had have played beautiful – uh, running rugby yeah. with all of the All Blacks at their, you know, at their uh, fingertips, and beaten Munster by twenty points, there would have been a lot of a lot of people in that in that uh, crowd that would have said, you know what, I might watch a few Super Rugby games, and my yeah. team's going to be Crusaders. Yes, I just think I missed the boat. I missed the boat, mate. Your next story. That was my next story about the oh. All Blacks now playing for the final preseason game. Yeah, did I, one thing I spotted was um, that the Chiefs lost their their Japanese game. 
They lost their warm-up game. Did they lose or just win? No, a win over Super Rugby Powerhouse, a significant moment for Japanese rugby. Oh, there you go, yeah. So, you know, here goes another example where, you know, the Chiefs losing to a Japanese team. For me... Yeah, weird. You know, not quite. It was the Wild Knights. Yeah, the Wild Knights beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Can I just say that... 38-14 win over the Chiefs, Panasonic yeah. Wild Knights. I mean, that's It'd be interesting terrible. to see what the lineup was. Oh, it would have been a shocking lineup. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah. But, but it doesn't the matter. The Highlanders playing, are playing the Crusaders this weekend at, in oh, the final preseason. That'll be a big match. Crusaders have been on a, on a, a big overseas comp, coming back home, hurricanes. Wow. So I'm guessing that's where the, all the All Blacks are going to come back. You'd think play so. play in this last game. You'd yeah. hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to get to watch that as in it won't be on UK TV, but no. if anyone knows a link, please let me know because I'd be as keen as mustard. That's on Friday. Mm. Wow. Look forward to it because obviously with no six, six Nations rugby on the weekend, we need to watch a few bits and pieces. Mate, anyway, what caught your eye over the weekend? Um, well, I mean, the Scottish score, in theory, I actually felt like, um, it was a closer match than it probably should have been. Um, you know, going into the game, it's like, well, France should sort of win this quite easy, but Scotland, you know, hung in there and they had their chances and looking back on it now, Scotland, you know, not because of this, um, the ball being held up, but they, they should have won it. They visited the, you know, the the France or the French 22 a lot for minimal points. Um, if you looked at the half-time score, it's like France would have been happy with that. Yeah, especially that they got that penalty just before yeah. half-time and they didn't take the kick it, and then correct, they lost you know, it. Yeah. Um, so each team, you know, had the chances and then obviously France, being the world-class outfit that they are, came away with it. I think it goes back you know, to that. The French, uh, the, the Scots just, they don't know how to win. I, I agree with that. You I know, agree with that because... We've, we've said yeah. it before about Scotland. I mean, you, you even look at games that they have won, um, the Welsh game. Yeah. They, they really made it very difficult. You know, of course. They should have lost that game in reality and... and and then the French game, they're in a situation where they should be winning it, and then they stop playing at yeah. halftime, and they put the ball away, and they basically start playing again once they go down and they have to play. Yeah. And, I mean, some people are saying that was the right thing to do and, uh, you know, because it was just a matter of time before the French score, and if you play loose, they're more likely to score. But I would say you look at that game against Wales – they were well up in the first half. They played beautiful rugby and then they stopped playing rugby and yeah. it didn't work for them. The yeah. same thing happened with France. They played some good rugby, got ahead, got a good lead. Uh, I think they went into halftime, you know, not taking the points and then thought, crikey, we, we've got to take points when we can. And then they stopped playing rugby and the rest is history. Yeah. I would say France were rubbish on the weekend. I would say France were rubbish. And they were oh, rubbish the week before. So when you say they're a world-class outfit, 
I'm I've thought about this a lot. I think they are ten percent off where they were going into the World Cup. And I think that comes down to diet and training. And I think in the off season, the French rugby players haven't been putting in the hard yards that they actually needed to. Well, I and think then, then I think, you know, coming off the back of a disappointing World Cup for them, um, <clears throat> home World Cup, you know, they've, yeah. they've taken the foot off the gas. They worked hard for four years and were yeah. very, very good throughout that. And, you know, there's only so many years you can put back-to-back performances and hard graph like that before you actually need a decent rest. They didn't get much of a rest. No, and they don't get a lot of rest with the no. the French sides either. No, you know it's not like you know not like the Welsh or the Irish or the the English or you know you look at New Zealand and they rest their players. Those yeah. boys are back into playing club rugby very quickly after the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so yeah. going back to sort of the the Scottish um, consistency problem. Okay, so I've just been I've just brought up their um, results. <clears throat> and they can't string more than two wins together. Mm, yeah. Okay. 100%. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's go through, uh, well, they lost to France, then they beat Wales. They lost to Ireland. They beat Romania. They beat Tonga. Okay. Yeah. Easy wins. They then lost to South Africa, beat Georgia, lost to France, beat France, yeah. beat Italy, beat Italy again. So that's the three in a row. Yeah. Lost to Ireland, lost to France, beat Scotland, beat England, beat Argentina. So that's, again, three in a row against good sides, actually. But yeah. then yeah. lost to New Zealand, beat Fiji, lost to Australia, lost to Argentina. You know, it's very inconsistent. Yeah. And that's going back a, a couple of years now. You know, yeah, so three – pardon? They've been that team that if you were playing them – You'd be a worried, wouldn't oh, you? you know, definitely. If you're France, you'd if be you're going France or, going, especially shit. England. No. Yeah, you know they're not going. They're not a walkover anymore, are they? No, God, no. Um, no they're not. But, it's always yeah. a close match, but for them themselves, they're just not consistent. You know, they're like the French yeah. of old. They are. They are. You know, they? the French of old. Like if they come out and play one good half at the moment, you're like, oh. They won't yeah. be good next half, and that's Correct. what they tend to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it is it going to be? Is it going to be in a couple of years? It's like Scotland. Jeez. Oh, no, I think I think they've got a generation of players now. This is their this is their best. This is their moment. If they don't get it right, if they don't get it right, the cycle. Psh, you know, they can't back it up. No way. No. They've got such a good group of young-ish players now. Yes. Um, they need to and, – and Finn Russell is so important that as soon as he retires, they've got nothing. And and if you look at them like Ireland, okay, Ireland had Johnny Sexton, but Johnny Sexton was a very good player. But so, he was a good player and, and he built a system around him. And then the new kid coming in has seamlessly slotted in to yeah. that role. Okay, because Johnny Sexton was very good – at kicking, game management, but senior players around him have improved and can help out in that. 
Whereas <coughs> Finn Russell offers something like Dan Carter offers, very difficult to replace. Oh, very difficult to replace. But we replaced him. But we did. But will they be able to replace him with someone like him? And I'm not sure that they can. Well, no, that tall, that tall, lanky guy who used to play 10 for a bit, he was young, wasn't King he? Hall. Yeah, King and Hall. He, he's not bad, but he's not. 15, a... he, he plays at 15, and oh, he's a very he? good 15. Yeah, he's yeah. a very good 15. He's injured at the moment, but isn't he? He's coming back, I think, for the England game. So. Yeah. Uh, Blair King, can I, that is. Can I just say, going back to Scotland, okay, and their inconsistency. You love Scotland today, aren't you? Oh, I do like them, you know. <laughs> okay, going back through the uh, Six Nations or just their games against England and consistency. So, um, 2021, they've beaten England, I'm pretty sure, every time. Okay. Yes. So, 11 6 away from home. And then the next time they played them at home, 20 to 17. And then the next time they played them away from home, 29, 23. Yeah. You know, so it's, they've sort of, you know, they've had their hand for the last, yeah. what, three years? You've okay, got to go back. You've got to go for this. Back to Wait just listen. You're not listening to me. <laughs> Typical. You've got to go back to 2020. Was yeah. the last time England beat Scotland? Okay, so this goes on to my next point. Okay, England are rubbish at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they were but they were rubbish in the World Cup, and they mm-hmm. almost made the final. But they right? were they. But they they were rubbish. They were rubbish. They had good players. Ah, it doesn't matter, right? They're rubbish. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter, does my, it? My my point being is England are rubbish, but if they can find a way to beat Scotland, they could win the Six Nations. They could win no. the Six Nations. No, they, they could couldn't. because no. France are rubbish. France, look, England, Scotland. Ireland. If, I, I know, but it's the big foe, isn't it? It's Ireland versus England. And although Ireland should win, doesn't mean they will win. I just think if they beat Scotland, they've just got half a chance, more than half a chance, more than half. And it, it hurts me to say it, but I just think that it's that mentality that when teams come to play England, they hate them. And I think sometimes that can knock a team off their game. And I think with <clears> Ireland, they hate England. But very few times have they have they been in a situation where they should beat England. Um, and you've got young guys coming in and playing, and you know there's been a bit of a changeover, and they oh, it's just going to be massive. It's going to be massive. So if England go to Scotland and beat Scotland at Murrayfield, it's all on for the Six Nations. It's all on. <sighs> you disappoint me sometimes, you know. Hey, uh, and the only the only no other one on. I've got is Tommy Raphael, who is um, the Welsh seven. What a player. What a player. Wales have some good players coming through, you know. They do. They do. I mean, he's a he's a cracker. So if anyone out there doesn't know who Tommy Raphael is, I kind of knew him through the premiership, but I, I didn't expect him to be doing what he's been doing. He's a hell of a player. And he, 
what I really like about him is he kind of looks out of place. He's not your chiseled um, seven with great <laughs> hairline and um, good looks. He's he's just your pub player who's yeah. <laughs> who's doing really really well. Well, their their captain going back to them being young. Their captain's twenty one. Yeah, very very good player as well. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. Give them another year. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be all right, Wales. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right. I don't think they're going to beat anyone other than other than Italy this year. But I think they'll be all right moving forward. Yeah. Hey, I've got something for you. Go on. Okay, it's a little bit of a question here for you. I've got mm-hmm. several questions, but this is the first one. Okay. Um, would you rather? Oh, I like these. Okay. Would you rather be um, have a, a million pounds? Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Um, and be chased by a snail, and if it caught you, you die. <laughs> or would you rather get minimum wage for the rest of your life? Okay, so a hundred percent, I would rather the million. And be chased by a snail. Okay. Okay, because straight away I'm a maths teacher and I can work out the average speed of a snail. Yep. No, okay. the average speed of a snail is like one point something miles every 12 hours. Let's say it's like that. Okay. So all I would do is I take my million. So it's, and it's sort I'd of, go, let's go three miles a day. Yeah. <coughs> I, I, would, I, I would take my million and I would buy houses around the world it's every year though. That's the only that's the only problem, isn't it? Because like you're not gonna have a huge amount of money. But anyway, no. buy a house. Uh, but hey, let's hey, say but in New Zealand. Think, you've got to think about the anxiety that you've got of this. No, I've no anxiety. turning your back. <laughs> no anxiety. No anxiety, right? I buy a place in New Zealand, okay? Move to New Zealand. Okay. All right, snail. Good luck. How long is it gonna take you to get to New Zealand, okay? How long is it gonna take you? Okay. So well, one e- how long to New Zealand? So let's it's work a long this out. way, isn't it? It's let's a long way. But he, can can the snail take an air airplane? Ooh, so should we, we say? We've got to get into the nitty gritty here. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I'm do you say, think? I'm going to say no, he can go buy a boat. He can go buy a boat. Boat. <clears throat> he now, wouldn't be I'll able to handle the, the altitude. I take the million, hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Because um, that's all I do. I go to New Zealand. Go to New Zealand, right? Just has to touch you. After, he always knows where uh, you are, though. You never know where yeah, he I, is. I never know where he is, but I would then go off to somewhere else. I just every six months. You are right. I mean, the anxiety would be a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but a boat. A boat. It would. You be, know, you won't be able to be, stay there for six months. God, I'd take the money though, just for my family. Do you know what I mean this this sack of meat? Yeah, but here, you're. I'm sorry, but your family has to travel with you because if he touches one of your kids. No, gosh, you didn't say gone. that. You didn't say that. Well, I'm bringing it you in. You said. I'm bringing it I in. I would also just wear a latex <laughs> suit all day. No, doesn't matter. <laughs> Bosh, dead. <laughs> I'd take the million because I'd, just, I'd take the million and say, for my family, if, if the snail eventually gets me, then. Um, good on him. Good on him. He deserves it. He's yeah. worked hard for this. Okay, I like that. Good. I've got a couple more. What would more. you do? Minimum wage? Yeah, minimum wage, definitely. <laughs> It'd be more than what I'm on at the moment. <laughs> I've got a couple of other questions here for you. Okay. 
as a Crusaders supporter, <clears throat> yes. Okay. Which Die other hard. team outside your own is most likely to reach the grand final? I would say the Chiefs. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are nailed on favourites this year. Okay. Because they came very close, and they say to to win a final, you've got to make a final. Yeah. And they made the final last year, so there you go. Interesting, because um, this is like a little survey that they did with the Super Rugby captains. Okay. And seven votes were the Crusaders. Oh, really? Yeah. To win it two again? For, two for Chiefs and Blues, one for the Brumbies. Wow. Yeah. Here's your next question. Which team do you love to beat the most? England. No, it's Super Rugby, you melt. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Auckland. Okay. So here we Gotta go. Beat. Four votes for Crusaders, three votes for Waratahs, one vote for Red, Rebels, and Chiefs. So, so everyone the Blue's likes not to beat, even in there. No, nah, everyone likes to beat the Crusaders. Oh, of course, yeah. But apart, apart from the Crusaders, I'm surprised that Auckland don't get in there. Okay, here's another one. Which other team outside your own will surprise fans in 2014? I really hope it's the Highlanders. I really hope it's the Highlanders. Highlanders but aren't in it. No. I think surprise their fans. No, surprise fans in general, so not surprise their fans. Surprise fans in general. Ah, I think the, the Blues will surprise fans in general. Blues isn't on there either. It goes Fiji, wow. six votes. Oh, no, that's a good shout. Moana Pacifica, two votes. <clears throat> Rebels, no Brumbies, chance. Force, Hurricanes. Okay. Okay, here's oh, your next Oh, talking one. about that. Oh, ha- carry on. I-, I, watched the, um, I watched the highlights of the um, Reeds versus Waratahs. The Waratahs right. are dreadful. Oh, not again. Absolutely shocking. They are, they are a team not good. in free fall. Free fall, mate. Really? Anyway, moving on. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Get Last back question. What is the toughest away trip in Super Rugby? Fiji. Whoa. <laughs> Mindura. Yeah. Fiji and Crusaders. Yeah, that, that, Blues, those boys. Waratahs, uh, Highlanders. I would say, you know, like people don't like going to Crusaders, but is that more because the Crusaders are very good? I think Fiji, when you go there yeah. and all of their supporters are on Brutal. your back. Brutal. Oh. Hey, here we go. Here's one for you. I think we've sort of been through this question before. Okay. But as a as a fan of sport, which would you rather win? Okay. NFL. So this yeah. is like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Champions League, which is the soccer football. Yeah. Okay. Uh, soccer football World Cup, Olympic mm. gold medal, yeah, rugby World Cup, yeah, no, okay, <laughs> no, nope. no, only because um, small or, or sport, really, other, isn't it? Or any other trophy, yeah. or you know, I I think the most iconic would be the football World Cup, and arguably the hardest thing to win is the football World Cup, but. I would love to win an NFL Super Bowl. Oh, get you know a ring. I mean? Like, just get the ring. Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know you're only famous in America, which is kind of good because it means you could go elsewhere and still, 
you know, uh, Olympic gold, I, I think it's great. And actually, Olympic gold, you're kind of, you are the best in in your event, which is great. But I think sharing that with a lot of other people would be fantastic. So I'm either going to go Football World Cup or Super Bowl. Yeah, but you could, but share, me, a, you could share a gold medal, couldn't you? Not really. Well, you, like, you, yes, you, you can. No, I mean, it's team sports. I mean, it's like, oh, okay, I suppose, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, do you know what, though? The, the, no one cares about the Olympic gold medal team sports, do they? Yeah, the bobsled. No one cares, mate. There, you know. So the only people that the only ones that really care are like the hundred meters, yeah, the individual sports. Relay. So that's what they're there for. Oh, the, I do like the relay. <laughs> I do like the relay. But you know, if you got a relay gold medal, Olympic gold, it's not quite the same, is it? Oh, I take you know it. I mean, it's, I take it. Of course, I take, take it. But would you take hey, it? Hey, hey, do you like that one? <laughs> Now I'm going to go Super Bowl just because okay. I, I just love the Super Bowl. I love a, I love NFL, and I just think it's so cool. It is Especially cool. If you're the quarterback, if you're the yeah. quarterback, winning a Super Bowl, awesome, awesome, mate. Uh, we're going to finish off the show show with a little bit of who am I? Oh right? yes, I've got a few ham- who am I's for you. So Excellent. you've got a home and away, right? Okay. Yep. So um, you last time were amazing <clears throat> on this. I know. <laughs> but I thought what we could do is we could um, – you get a guess every round, right, okay. just so people can play at home. You can okay. change your guess if you want to, but then you okay. only get those points. Do you know what I mean? So okay. after round one, you could say a name. If it's wrong, it doesn't matter. Fine. Right? Okay. okay. Least so, points is good. Less points is good. Least points is good, yeah. Okay. So uh, first up, do you want to go home or away? Uh, away. Oh, you're going to go away. Okay, okay. So this person was born uh, on the 23rd of September, 1992, age 31. Yeah. Okay. Birthplace was Bridge of Allen, Scotland, and his height is 182 centimetres. His weight is 87 kgs. Who is he? Finn Russell. Okay, so you stick him with that one, yeah? Yep. All right. So next up is his national teams or teams. First team is Glasgow Warriors. Second team uh, is Air, yeah? Then he was Racing 92 and then Bath. Yeah, Finn Russell. Okay. Um, what else have I got here? Uh Positions. Positions is fly half and center. Center? Yep, fly half Don't and try center. And throw me, Damo. All I've got to say is it's here. It's fly half and center. Okay. Finn Russell. Are you positive? Yes. One point for me, please. You are correct. <laughs> One point. Thank you. Well, is this the fly off and center? Yeah, what a where's center the center? Absolutely fantastic. Do you know what? I'm 13. way too kind for you, aren't I? I'm way too yeah, kind. That was an easy one. All right, mate. Second one. This is the home one. Yeah. Right? So here we go. This person's uh, 20th of April, 1995, age 28. Birthplace in Vicargo, New Zealand. Height, 177. 
centimeters and uh, 87 k, uh, 78 kgs. Who am I? Damien McKenzie. You going to stick with that one, yeah? For now. <laughs> For now. Okay. Um, so, teams, New Zealand under-20s, five appearances. Māori All Blacks, four appearances. Uh, New Zealand, 45 appearances. North Island, one appearance. And All Blacks, 15, one appearance. He's only played once for the All Blacks. Um, no, because he said 45. 45. For the, no, uh, All Blacks 15. So that's the B team. So he's it's played not. New Zealand 20s, five appearances. All, yeah. uh, Maldi All Blacks, yeah. four appearances. Yeah. New Zealand 45 appearances. North Island, one. And All Black 15s, one. Hang on. So how many times has he played for the All Blacks? 45. Oh, yeah, Damien McKenzie, yeah. You're sticking with that, yeah? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Okay, um, positions, fullback and fly half. Yeah, Damien McKenzie. I am correct. School? Oh, my God. Christ um, College. Yeah, knew that. Okay. Damien McKenzie. Right, you are correct. Correct. <laughs> I can't believe he got two <laughs> points again. Unbelievable, sir. Well done, mate. Well done. Anyway, mate, that's the end of the show show. Tis. Try to cut it a little bit short today. Uh, yep. But um, what can people do to support us? Uh, they can like, share, subscribe, um, email in. We love an email. Message. We do love an email. If you've got a question, message us, email us. Um, also... If you want to sponsor the Super Rugby podcast, let yeah, us yeah, know. Yeah. Let us know. Absolutely. Obviously, if, Patreon is below if you are willing you to want, sponsor. If you want your your brand tarnished by the Super <laughs> Rugby podcast, <laughs> then let us know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we'll, we can talk logistics with you if that is uh, something you'll be willing to throw away we can talk logistics and stain remover uh, (laughs) (laughs) if you're interested mate always a pleasure doing the podcast with you until next week see you later Podcast Network.